Hi, and welcome to a brand new podcast called Wills No Trust, a multi-part podcast based upon a true and ongoing story of a family torn apart by thievery, secrecy, and larceny in the aftermath of the family matriarch's death. Wills No Trust is brought to you by TMD Productions, as it's based upon a true ongoing battle over an actual estate. All names and places have been changed to protect the innocent from the wrath of the guilty. Any resemblance to actual people and places is purely accidental and unintentional. We're going to start off each episode with a quote to capture the essence of the upcoming chapter. This week's quote is attributed to Charles Baudelaire. The devil's greatest trick was convincing the world that he did not exist. In fact, not only does he exist, but he's probably listening to this podcast to figure out how the story ends. Welcome to our introduction to Will's No Trust. What Falls is based upon a true story. It's an ongoing, real-time saga whose end has not yet been written. This story centers on a family we'll call the Fitzgeralds of Bar Harbor, Maine. Again, the names and places have been changed. Otherwise, they're a typical upper middle-class family that started off with a mother, father, five children, and a great aunt and uncle, whose stories will be central to this drama about a family ripped apart by death, deceit, greed, and fraud. It's a story you may be familiar with. Perhaps you see your own family, or perhaps you see yourself. The only question is, who are you, the victim or the villain? Together, we'll take this journey, a journey through the history of this family, a history marred by treachery and deceit. We'll see how the various deaths of its family members created the foundation for other family members to snatch life-saving stocks, bonds, bank accounts, and other treasures for themselves. This story and where it ends has yet to be determined. So please join us each week as this sordid tale unfurls. Well, that was a brief introduction. To give you a flavor for what's coming up, we now welcome you to Chapter 1, A Brief History of Grave Robbing from 5000 B.C., to 2022. As you probably know, most ancient cultures, whether in Egypt or Rome or the Americas, the British Isles, they buried their dead with gold, silver, jewelry, weapons, or other worldly possessions to help them on their journey to the next world. The pharaohs, the Incas, and the Aztecs had pyramids. The Romans had mausoleums, and the Druids had burial mounds filled with treasures, golden death masks, jewelry, weapons, or other treasures. But death has always been followed by that ennoble being the grave robber. Pillaging and desecrating burial mounds, tombs, pyramids, and simple graveyards. Snatching ill-gotten gains, driven by lust and greed. And let's be really clear on this. These weren't Indiana Jones on a quest for knowledge and understanding. No, they were common criminals with no respect for the dead. On a quest carried out in the dark for riches and wealth. It's been said the only sure things in life are death and taxes. There's one more, the grave robber. In modern times, aside from the clothes in their backs and perhaps a wedding ring, rosary, or other religious symbol, the deceased, whether rich or poor, are buried without their treasures. They're buried without their bank accounts, their trusts or stock portfolios, their 401k accounts, their rings or other jewelry, artwork, or dining room sets. Can you tell I'm being a bit specific? Or other possessions? No, those are all left behind, whether in plain view or somehow hidden, to be plundered and fought over by that modern form of a grave robber 
known as the family, who will fight over treasures, great and small. They've traded in their picks and shovels for attorneys, wills, trusts, and codicils, and that mightiest weapon of all, the pen, twisting the truth, forging documents, and hiding assets, and then descending like starving vultures on fresh roadkill upon the homes of the dead, committing grand larceny and petty theft, grabbing anything that's not nailed down. And unlike the ancient grave robbers of old, who skulk about in the dark, this modern version, like a bamboo cobra, will look you straight in the eye in broad daylight and strike without fear or hesitation, convinced their weak relatives will never question them. However, they leave a trail behind in forged court documents, computer printouts, and things as clear as missingmoney.com. And now it's up to the brave to question the story served up by the executor and her cohorts to uncover the truth, whether good or bad. So yes, this is the story of the family we'll call the Fitzgeralds and how the death of its three elders has now been followed by the family literally being torn in half like the veil of the Temple Jerusalem, torn in half by greed and an odd need to take a strange form of power and control with utter and profound arrogance. In upcoming weekly chapters, we'll share the details of these events, following each death and bringing you up to date with the bizarre and yet all too common saga. If you enjoyed this podcast, please turn in next Thursday for chapter two, which we've entitled, Is It Still Fraud If No One Knows? I look forward to talking to you then. Thanks.